This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Chicagoan Crystal Dyer wanted to help the young people in her community of Austin experience the beauty of the wider world. A travel agent herself, she knew how getting out of your environment and exploring other places can give you a new perspective on life. So she began a program to do just that, connecting young people, many of whom may have never been on a plane before with different countries, different cultures, and different people. So joining us now for our weekly series, Chicago Innovators, is none other than Crystal Dyer, founder of CADA, Chicago Austin Youth Travel Adventures. Hi, Crystal. Welcome to Reset. Hello. Good morning. How are you today? Doing well. I appreciate this. Absolutely. (laughs) Glad to talk with you. Talk to us a little bit about yourself, Crystal, and your travel career. Okay, well, I've been in the travel industry for 22 years. Actually, uh, went to a travel academy at the time back in 98 over at Harper College in Palatine. Uh, that actually existed mm-hmm. at that time uh, before all the Expedias and so forth. Wow. And um, yeah, and I was uh, actually working in corporate America at AT&T Communications and uh the college was right down the road, so I went uh, after work for about a year and a half and um, for the program And because uh, I was always that navigator per- person that my friends and family would call to, you know, because they had learned uh, that, you know, I was the person. I was like the go-to person because right. I would read everything. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, so in 2015... Let's fast forward. You founded CADA, that's C-A-Y-T-A, which stands for Chicago Austin Youth Travel Adventures. What's really cool about what you do is, you know, you're taking these young people, as I mentioned, from the Austin community on adventures, as you like to call it. Where do you go? Well, we go to different cultural centers around the city. Chicago, of course, as we know, is a melting pot, and it's a sanctuary city. And so we have... uh, cultural centers and museums uh, of, you know, everywhere in the world right here. And when you have youth that in a lot of cases haven't been off the West Side uh, itself, they don't know that. And uh, so our our whole purpose of CADA is to expose the youth to cultures worldwide right here at home, living, you know, in a segregated, uh, mostly segregated community. So then they can um, see everybody in the world had issues, problems of some sort, mm-hmm. but how did they navigate through those problems? Right. So who can take part? We're talking about youth, but any youth, any specific ages? Well, ages nine uh, to college age, actually 23. But, you know, some youth, of course, they don't, you know, they may go to trade school or they may just get a job after um, high school, and they they still don't really know where they want to go and what they want to do. So the program um, actually having uh, even uh, the older uh, youth, you know, volunteer and learn. You know, they also uh, we also go on job uh, and trade uh, programs. I expose them to uh, you know all types of programs, so then they can better their life. You know, so starting at nine years old, I mean, we have an aviation program. We have connection to a local uh, municipal airport where we take the youth so then they can, uh, and there's a museum out there, they can mm-hmm. start to learn about uh, careers in aviation. Those are things oh, that aren't taught in these local schools on the west side. 
okay, because there's a gazillion million careers out here, and uh, you have so many interests that, you know, they can see through our program, well, wait a minute, I can do that too. Right. That's incredible. I understand, though, the idea for this whole thing, the idea for CADA, it came from tragedy in your life. Yes, yes. My uh, grandson, um, five days after his 18th birthday, and he was, you know, a young, um, you know, enthusiastic, ambitious young man. He wanted to be an event planner. He had traveled. He worked. His father uh, had been was an entrepreneur and still is. Mm -hmm. And um, and so he went to a birthday party. He had thrown his first party, which, you know, he was proving to his dad, you know, hey, you know, I can plan this. It'll be safe. Well, five days later, he was reciprocating by going to a friend's party, and unfortunately someone came in and uh, shot up the party, and my grandson was, was killed. I'm so sorry. How did that loss of your grandson, Crystal, how did it lead you to want to take other young people on these excursions? Well, one thing that uh, I knew was that I had to help the kids. Um, I didn't know how, and but I kept I kept getting that message, you know, from God. You you know, I knew it was something, and then then it just hit me one day. Travel. How did you help your kids? How did you help your grandkids? You know, they grew up right here on the west side. Also, you know, they're ambitious, successful. Uh, individuals. So what it? What did you do different? And I'm a single parent. I raised them alone. Mm-hmm. That helped them to to grow to be the people they are. And it was through travel. Yeah, many of us love to travel, Crystal. You know, those of us who are able to do it often, of course, we do it for a reason, right? That escape, um, learning mm-hmm. about other cultures, as you, as you've mentioned even if it's just a road trip, right? Mm-hmm, so yeah. I want to hear more about what you're hearing from the kids. How are they feeling about this? Are they feeling changed after some of these these trips? Oh, yeah, definitely, because school, you know, they're only in school a certain amount of hours. You know, they, they have their focuses in school, and anything uh, else is, is, you know, sort of like a forced effort. So when they get out of school, you know, they're like, you know, of course, exhausted. You know, they don't, you know, see, wow, you know, I can do something that's fun, that's educational, okay? And then along with that fun, you know, I can, you know, now I'm learning. We're learning team building because they work together on the different uh, projects before we go on the field trips. And so whether they're local or international. Mm -hmm. And so then they can really get a true understanding. So when we get there, it's a whole different, um, you know, thing. You know, they're more enthusiastic. They're, they're, you know, asking the museum curators questions. You know, we took four kids to Ghana, West Africa uh, this August. Yes, let's talk about that. Yeah, it was our second trip uh, going to Ghana. Oh, that's huge. So you took them all the way to Ghana. I mean, when they get there, what are you doing? Wow. Well, it's a, you know, fully um, escorted journey. Okay. And so, uh, you know, it's about history. Um, History, um, the history of a country where 
our ancestors uh, could have come from and, um, you know, being African-American. And the whole thing is that uh, different parts of Africa, uh, the ships, you know, for um, slavery came to different parts of, of the world. And for us, it was the West Coast, which mm-hmm. was Ghana. Uh, and so, uh, so getting there, you know, and learning about their history and their strength, right. okay, and how they overcame oppression um, in their own existence to become an independent country, okay, and then to go into the meaning of, of why they do things and, and going into the villages and meeting uh, the chiefs and, um, and wow. then also going to um, the slave dungeons to see actually and hear you know, for themselves, what happened and why it happened. Wow, and they're there for two whole weeks. They yeah. must have been pretty excited. Oh, wow, they were just so excited. They were so excited. And then to hear from them, you know, that, you know, to be in those spots, you know, to be in the Slave River or being at the um, at the dungeons and going through those towns and actually thinking and seeing, you know, wow, you know, our ancestors were here, mm-hmm. okay, and they survived. They survived, and that makes us, you know, the strongest of the strong. Yeah. We aren't weak. You know, it builds their strength so they can actually see, yeah, there's going to be hard times. That's called life, yeah. okay? But if they could get through that and make it to the United States, and survive, and that's why they're here. How are these trips funded? They're funded through donations. Donations, I uh, do different fundraisers, and, uh, you know, last year, and then yeah. different donors came through that's great. and funded a child. And you've got big goals for next year, right? Quickly tell us yeah. about that. Oh, yeah. So next year, our goal is to take 10 youth from the west side of Chicago on these journeys. So we've already started our fundraising efforts. People donate through the website or, you know, you can mail a check to our office. And uh, and then we uh, this year we did different type of events. We just uh, completed the second annual Gone Again Festival. It was, uh, we did it in 2021, mm-hmm. but this year we partnered with the Park District. in Austin, and we had a wonderful festival, and people came out. It was an all-day music festival, music and culture, and people came out, and they, you know, donated and purchased T-shirts and, you know, to help us on our efforts for next year. Yeah, sounds like a good time. That's Crystal Dyer, founder of the group Chicago Austin Youth Travel Adventures, or CADA. You can find out more at caytaworld.org. It's been such a pleasure, Crystal. Thank you.